and looking forward to moving past this feeling of uncertainty. I know it's going to be uncertain for a while longer, but I'm starting to settle into the uncertainty and accept it. Welcome back to Tiny Seed Tales, a series where I follow a founder through their struggles, victories, and failures as they build their startup. I'm your host, Rob Walling. I'm a serial entrepreneur and co-founder of Tiny Seed, the first startup accelerator for SaaS bootstrappers. We're back with Brian and Scotty, co-founders of Gather. First, a little behind-the-scenes context for this episode. I started recording our conversations in 2019, and each episode represents a check-in with several weeks or sometimes months in between. When we last spoke, Brian and Scotty's biggest concern was overcoming a cash crunch without decelerating their growth rate. But that was before the COVID-19 pandemic really hit in March of 2020. People hadn't yet started sheltering in place, and we weren't on the precipice of a global recession. Today's episode was recorded after shelter-in-place orders went into effect. I asked Brian and Scotty how the pandemic has affected their lives beyond the scope of their business. We live in Mexico, and so we're a good deal behind the United States as far as the infection rate. So we figure we're probably a good month behind where a place like New York or or Seattle might be. And on top of that, the testing is probably less than it is in the States. And the the numbers are probably more deflated than they are even in the States. And so we're sort of just holding our breath because it hasn't hit here, but we expect it to. And I think on top of that, you know, we live in a country obviously where there's 50% poverty rates. Um, And so these communities will be hit in a different way, potentially in a much worse way than in the United States, which is fairly affluent by comparison. Yeah. You have thoughts on that as well, Scotty? We're living in almost what feels like two worlds here. Like the expat community here is very tuned in to what's happening in the U.S. So many of us have been sheltering in place for the last five to six weeks. And the local communities or the working class here, they can't afford to do that. So we're all following the rules and being very strict and you leave the house and it's almost like nothing is different out there. There's just less gringos running around. (laughs) So that makes us feel a little concerned about, you know, should we stay here? Should we retreat to the U.S.? But our whole life is here. So We'd rather not have to do that. The uncertainty of the COVID crisis has permeated every aspect of our lives. It would be a big decision, a big upheaval, if things got bad enough that Brian and Scotty had to leave Mexico and return to the United States. I asked Scotty for an update on their financial situation, something that's been top of mind for the past few episodes. Our situation really hasn't changed financially. I think that at the time, we had hopes that we could raise some money or at least get a loan. And that is, well, we're not even pursuing that at this point because it's just not an option. So we're still nervous about our financial situation personally and with the business. But I think for some weird reason, I don't know about Brian, but for me, that was a real anxiety before all this happened. And I'm not sure if it's just that I'm sort of living in this moment of, what will be, will be, but I've kind of let some of that stress go. I don't feel as nervous. I feel like 
well, kind of everybody's at this sort of financial turning point. And so we're, I feel a little like we're all in this together for some strange reason. And I, I feel less stressed about it. I mean, it's still something that we have to contend with, but I guess I'm feeling more like things are going to work out. It's going to be okay. We're going to pull through this. Yeah. Do you share that sentiment, Brian? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, like Scotty said, there's not really anything different about our cash position. And that was sort of just always what we thought about, you know, going into this. And there was a certain amount of stress about trying to find more money. And now that that's kind of gone away, it's like, interestingly, that stress of trying to trying to find the money went away. And we're certainly, you know, used to bootstrapping and feeling that stress and coming up with interesting solutions to our cash problems. So yeah, it doesn't feel as daunting for some reason. And also it's kind of interesting, like when it's all up to you to pull something off, then you feel a certain amount of stress because it's like, oh, you know, this is all on all on our shoulders, our abilities and skills and now it's sort of like there's this macroeconomic beast that's looming and it takes some of the personal stress away. Now it adds different kinds of stresses, of course, on top, but those personal stresses are like changed or minified or something. Both of your answers, you know, are, are in line with one another and they're unexpected. I'm like heartened to hear it. I feel for you, you know, I know just what you're going through. I know how hard it is to grow a startup and I know how hard it is when cash is tight. I've been there many times and I'm glad you're feeling better about it because there's obviously a lot of chaos and a lot of anxiety in the world today, just in the air. Scotty, can you talk me through your high point or your biggest win since we last spoke? We have had a couple of requests for enterprise plans. One existing customer that has a lot of data that they need migrated over and they have a custom feature that they want. And then a new customer who has custom feature and data migration. So that's been kind of exciting to talk with them, find out more about what they need, and also start to really focus on what that contract actually looks like. Um, We've signed a couple, but in hindsight, we realized that we were really learning back then and, and still have lots of learning to do. So trying to figure out, you know, how we can make the most of those deals, you know, make them enticing and win them in the end. So that's kind of exciting that we have potentially two right now that we're working on. It's unexpected people feasibly, you think about that they're going to cut back expenses, but larger deals are coming your way. What's the logic there? I attribute it to the fact that we've been trying to go up market and these larger teams that we sell into now, they have deeper pockets and they're not as concerned as some of our smaller firms or, you know, our solo firms with the situation. You know, they know they have to continue moving forward with their business Lots of them have many, many projects that they're currently working on, and they know that they can't just stop altogether. So they are looking for tools and for a way to work online and keep their projects going. So I think that's the best thing we ever did was moving into these larger teams because the churn that we've had has definitely been the solo designers, the smaller firms that are going in and saying, what can I cut just to survive? You guys are geniuses, fortune tellers. (laughs) 
but it is super cool. I mean, this is one of the things of going up market. The typical pattern is they're less price sensitive, they churn less. And in recessions, they tend to stay in business as long as they've been sensibly managed and they don't try to shut everything down. So that's really good to hear. I'm kind of happy to hear that that things are there. Brian, is your high point the same thing? Yeah, I think I think it is. I think there's one thing that I could probably add to it, and that's just that we've had a lot of inbound interests, and a lot of them are saying things like, now that we're home working remotely, <laughs> we're sort of investigating better ways to work online. And so now is actually a good time to consider your tool. And so for me, that was like a big turning point in my psychology because I think it went from just preparing for the plane to crash to now thinking like, huh, maybe this is kind of a bizarre opportunity to help folks out that previously weren't even considering a tool like Gather. So that's yet to vet itself out. But that uptick in optimism was, I feel like, my high point. And it's, it wasn't just one particular event. It's just kind of like after several of those kinds of conversations and sales inquiries came in, it changed my attitude about our possibilities. When I look across the portfolio of companies that are part of Tiny Seed's first two batches, or that I've invested in personally, it looks like there are about 15% that are having real struggles with the impact of the pandemic on the industry they serve. Another 70% are waiting to see what happens, perhaps cutting back on expenses and generally seeing growth plateau. And then there's the 15% of companies for whom remote work is a boon, and their growth is accelerating faster than ever. We'll have to see in future conversations whether Gather ends up in this upper echelon. I'm hopeful that with a little good fortune and more smart decisions from Brian and Scotty, their growth will continue. But Gather hasn't been completely untouched by the pandemic, and Brian and Scotty have struggled through their own setbacks and anxieties before reaching this place of relative optimism. I'm curious to hear, Brian, last time we spoke, the thing you were most looking forward to, most excited about, was some new features that you thought would begin to overcome some of the objections that you're hearing from the larger customers. Where does that stand? Since the COVID-19 crisis has taken off, we've had to cut expenses to ensure that we can survive a little longer than we thought and make sure that our, our runway lasts. So one of those major expenses, unfortunately, was cutting our developer in half. So when we did that, we kind of also had to make the tandem decision to like at least pause on some of the bigger features that I was excited about building that would move us, you know, further into the, the enterprise zone. So there was definitely sort of a, a moment of disappointment that came from that for sure. But we have since just kind of shorn up a lot of the UX issues that we'd have or gaps in small little features or improvements. And so, you know, even though the, the big features are kind of on hold for a little while, it felt really good to get some of those things out the door and they've made our existing customers really happy. And that's kind of in line with our philosophy now that it's really important that we make our existing customers happy and sort of avoid the the churn that comes with unhappy customers. So long way of saying, yeah, disappointing that uh, don't get to do those things, but we'll get back to it eventually. Sounds like the right approach, thinking about it the right way. Brian, I'm curious to hear what your biggest setback or your low point has been since last time we spoke. Well, Rob, I don't know if you've heard, but there's been this virus that's been sweeping the world. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's probably the same thing that, that most people have been going through. It's just been 
figuring out how this much larger macroeconomic situation is going to affect us. Everybody's staying in, and so we serve customers who inherently work on physical spaces in the world, designing interiors and further up market designing things like hotels and cruise ships, which are industries that got obviously really nailed during this thing. So the low part was just going, oh, crap, this whole thing is going to fall down. And, you know, we, we had several of these smaller churns that did add up to kind of a bad month last month. How about you, Scotty? For me, I think <laughs> staying focused has just been really difficult. I think last week was probably the first week that I really felt like my head was back in the game. You know, having our son home from school all the time, it makes it difficult to really focus and just in general, but then to also have this distraction of, you know, what's happening in the world. And so, I mean, I think overall, you know, it's it's been just sort of up and down the last few weeks, but I'm feeling like I'm coming out of that now. So I think I'm back in the game for the most part. <laughs> I've heard the collective emotional toll of this pandemic described as grief. It seems to me that everyone is on their own timeline of getting over this grief. Some people will feel it for a long time, and some will get over it quickly. Personally, I managed to feel more productive again after about three weeks in lockdown, and it sounds like Brian and Scotty are starting to readjust as well. But we all have our own process to get through it, and no one should feel like they aren't reacting appropriately to this tragedy. To wrap things up, I asked Brian and Scotty about their fears and hopes for the future, at least until the next time we talk. I think my biggest fear is that the trend that we've seen this month as being a big uptick, actually, in in sales and opportunities is just a flash in the pan and that the economy at large will start to crumble and affect our industry really, really hard. And that will sort of cause the precipitous decline in revenue that I kind of was worried about in the beginning. How about you, Scotty? In different times, we might be able to pivot if we needed to, but because of our like financial situation, that the place that we're at at the moment, if things start to really decline, it's going to be hard for us to pivot out of it into something else. So I think that's just all the hard work that we've put in and something like a virus sort of coming in and wiping that all out would just be devastating. Yeah, absolutely. And Scotty, what what about that thing you're most looking forward to? Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing how these enterprise deals play out because if those come through for us, that will just be a nice relief. It would really help us up front financially. And, you know, we can build a couple of things that we think other people would would be excited about. So definitely that. And then just just seeing the opportunity that we think is in front of us and seeing that hopefully play out to our favor. I'm looking forward to that. And looking forward to moving past this feeling of uncertainty. I know it's going to be uncertain for a while longer, but I'm starting to settle into the uncertainty and accept it. Are you also looking forward to going out to a restaurant at some point? Yeah. No, that's not even on my mind. (laughs) How about you, Brian? What are you looking forward to? Well, so, yeah, Scotty kind of 
hinted at it just now, but one thing that we, I think we've talked to you about in the past was trying to figure out ways that we could get customers to pay for some of the features that we'd like to build and that would be good for them and, and the rest of our user base. And those conversations have been happening and there's been a lot of positive reception toward those. So I'm really looking forward to seeing if we can sign those deals to actually build more features that way. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to, like I said, now that we sort of see that there's potential opportunity, you know, we plan on spinning up sales and marketing efforts. We've kind of paused on those things, both from just the last few weeks being difficult to manage psychologically and motivationally, but but also now we kind of see a better path forward on how we can message the value of our product. And so I'm looking forward to solving that and kind of going back out to market and being a little more confident with an updated message. It sounds like Brian is determined to get over his grief and get back into productivity mode, full steam ahead. It may be that for some of us, getting back to building can actually help with the pain and the uncertainty. Brian and Scotty are already looking ahead at how Gather can take advantage of this new remote work culture and continue their battle upmarket with more custom features for enterprise plans. We'll see whether they can stay optimistic and afloat in the uncertainty of the coronavirus economy. That's next week on Tiny Seed Tales.